What's up, everybody? This is Sean from the Joint Praxis Podcast. Just giving you a little heads up. What you are about to hear is some leftovers from the last episode of the Joint Practices Podcast, episode 205, which ran incredibly long. So we're just going to go ahead and add our game previews right here before the Pick'em show. So it's going to sound a little weird, but here it is. We're going to do some quick slants now, some quick hitters. We're going to preview the upcoming games, the Patriots at the Packers, the Vikings at the Saints, technically, in London, and then the Eagles hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Dougie P coming home. He's going to stand next to a statue and remember that big old Super Bowl ring for beat the Patriots 41-33 in the Vikings stadium. Nobody circles the wagons like the Joint Practices podcast, baby. All right. Jordan, we'll start with you. Two oh. minutes on the clock. Patriots at Packers, go. Uh, just gonna wrap this up. Two words. Um, Brian Hoyer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, Mac Jones obviously is not gonna be back for a while. So yeah, and we're facing against a Packers team where their defense is on fire. I mean, they really haven't slowed down at all. And you got, you know them going against a team led by either Brian Hoyer or Zappy. It'll probably be Hoyer because he's Axel. Axel. Yep. And Uh, Hey, stay tuned for the Pick'em Show. That's going to drop on Thursday morning. But before the Pick'em Show comes out, I just wanted to let you know that on betonline.net, the Packers are currently a 10.5 point favorite. Well, that was a half a point more than them against the bears and how did that work out well pretty much how it did that's how it's gonna look this game too but yeah patriots i mean it's a shame because their offense did look like they were uh doing a little sum sum and i gotta tell you matt patricia is gonna have his hands full with this one but yep we'll have to see patriots packers oh look at that you know, it's funny. It's I saw I was looking, you know, a lot of football stuff today and I saw some power ranking listings and just get curious. And I look wonder where they have the Vikings, because I don't know what to make of them quite yet. And a lot of these guys have them anywhere between nine and 12, which, yeah, I'm OK with. But I still kind of think middle of the road for right now, just because haven't really proven anything. Um Caught the Packers by surprise, obviously. And then the last two weeks have just been just weird. But to see the Patriots down in like 22 to 24 range, absolutely wild. Like, it's like, you know, I feel like nobody, nobody, again. nobody has, a, yeah, nobody has any belief in them. I don't even think power rankings were a thing when I was a kid. Um, but, and then, you know, see, see the Patriots down in the early 20s mid 20s and then like the jacksonville jaguars are like top 10 ish just every <laughs> what a time it's fucking backwards day <laughs> yeah all right moving on to some tea and scrumpets <laughs> vikings at the saints in ah, london day, mate 9 30 in the morning on a sunday let's go yeah, I could probably EOP before this game's on. 
I'll have to listen to the first hour of it in my car. Um, I mean, I think the Vikings are catching the Saints at the right time. They're struggling. They had a off game. Uh, I mean, really off game uh, this past week. We'll see uh, what the availability availability of Michael Thomas is. But listen, Ed Donatel has got to do something other than the shell defense to start the game for the first half like he has done for the last two weeks and just allowed points to be scored a plenty on them. Um, like dial something up, put some pressure on Jameis Winston early on in this game and force him to make a mistake. The guys, the hurt. last, yeah, the last two weeks, all they have done is just let quarterbacks pick them apart by running receivers across the middle. And eventually you have to stop that. You cannot be that predictable on defense and think that you're actually going to slow anybody down. Mm-hmm. Like you let Jared Goff pick you apart for almost three quarters of a football game. Eventually you got to go, this isn't working. Let's do something different. Like maybe O'Connell needs to, you know, give him a swift kick in the nuts or something. I don't know, but just sitting there and that would hurt. let's keep everything in front of us. Yeah, cool. But if you can't make the stops in the red zone or inside of 25 yards, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, don't allow teams to score touchdowns. That's the big thing. True. And yeah. double true. If Michael Thomas, you know, is available in this game, you're going to have some difficulties covering him. No doubt. He's going to make some plays. And then you also, you know, have to worry about uh, Alvin Kamara. Sorry, the Vikings really haven't shown an ability to stop the run at all this year. So that's going to be, you know, troubling as well. So I think, you know, defensively, can they make some stops? And, you know, can they find a way to keep this offense rolling, um, you know, in a way that they they were late in the game? I know Detroit kind of slacked off a little bit on defense, allowed them to score two late touchdowns to get back in the game. But you got to find a way uh, early on. Hey, how about we score a touchdown on an opening drive again? That was really fun the way they did that in week one. Took control of the game and then never looked back. That's a great way to uh, be successful across the pond. Well, Being take dead, the lot. The way. Yep, the good old game where people get pissed off because they forgot to set their lineups on fantasy football. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, 9.30 a.m., folks, get your shit together. Unfortunately, they're playing in Tottenham Stadium, which Tottenham can take Hotspur. it right in, yeah, right in the old bell end. All right. Then the Eagles are hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars at the link. The return of Doug Peterson. Anybody who boos Doug Peterson will be slapped on sight. Doug Peterson brought the only Super Bowl to the Philadelphia Eagles. The guy is a statue outside of the stadium. He is a hero. He will forever be one of my favorite coaches at the Eagles. I am still upset that he is no longer the coach. With that being said, I do like Nick Sirianni. He is awesome. He is one hell of a head coach and a great offensive mind. Let me just throw this out to you. The top teams in the league for first half yardage totals, the number one First half yardage total in the whole league came week two 
It was the Philadelphia Eagles. The number two team in the league with first half yardage totals was in week three. It was the Philadelphia Eagles. The top yardage in the NFL for first half yardage total was the Philadelphia Eagles in week one. They have the top three yardage totals in the first half. Now we need to put that together and maybe do something in the second half because I think this is the week where the Eagles have to play four quarters. I think the Jaguars can score just as much as the Eagles can. We may be looking at some sort of a shootout here. At home at the link, I think the saving grace for the Eagles this week is going to be the home field advantage. It's going to be loud. Make Trevor Lawrence have to, you know, use the use the silent count, not be able to communicate. And we'll, I know Doug is one hell of a schemer. He's going to know the personnel. He's going to know this team. He's going to know what how he likes to do. He's going to know what he has to do to stop on defense. So, you know, this is a good test. I mean, for years it was, it's only the Jaguars. But, hey, through three weeks, they're playing really good football. They're, what, 2-1? and one? So, we'll see. They're going to come into the link and... Yeah, they're two and one, so I'm excited to watch this game. Hopefully it's on friggin' television for once, so I don't have to shut my phone off until seven at night. Nah, never. But the, hey, Patriots are playing at four twenty five, so maybe we'll nah. get this as a so, CBS game. Probably still get two uh two AFC games at one o'clock. Yeah. Thanks for uh, playing hey, NFL. Patriots, likely- are, Patriots are getting Nats and Romo. I don't care who oh, yeah, the commentators are. I just want it great. to be on television. Just going to hear them fucking stroking Aaron Rodgers all game long. Can't wait. Let's go. All right. Um, With stroking Aaron oh, Rodgers. What's the uh, <laughs> likelihood Doug Peterson runs the Philly special against the Eagles? Zero uh, percent. What's the likelihood? You the heard Eagles it here first them? on the joint practices podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Joint Practices Podcast. Hey, pick them, that's the name of the game. Yo, 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 hold up, hold up. Let's do this right. Hey, pick them, that's the name of the game. Snatching winners every week like a turnover chain. Uh, picking spreads over under long shots. Ha! You know we got it cause our bank rolls on top. Welcome inside the week four pick'em show. This is episode 206 of the Joy Practices Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Lamont, on Twitter at Levin the Goat. Joined tonight by my friends Jordan Watson and Steve Knox. We're gonna pick some games here for the week four slate. We got six wonderful games lined up. Steve, Jordan, how you guys doing after week three? I feel pretty good. They lost a couple of games. I should I should have been clean sweep this week and just cut a little unlucky. Yeah, I got a lot unlucky. I am tired of being risque. I'm gonna reel it in a little bit this week. Uh, let's recap that real quick then, because week three, the games we picked: Eagles at Commanders. We all picked the Eagles. Eagles win. Lions at Vikings. Jordan and I took the Lions, which looked good for a while, but we lost. Steve took the Vikings. Ravens at Patriots. We all took the Ravens and won. Cowboys at Giants. Me and Jordan got a little risque with the Giants. Steve took the Cowboys and the win. And then the last two games, Raiders at Titans. We all took the Raiders and lost. Bills at Dolphins. We all took the Bills and lost. So for the week, Jordan and I were 2-4. and four. 
Steve won the week at four and two and took the overall lead at ten and eight. I am at nine and nine. Jordan, two games under five hundred, eight and ten. Only one notable this week, and what a notable it was. Steve predicted the Vikings to win 27-23. They win 28-24. Good God, super stick. That's three in three weeks. Nice job. Nice job. And just a reminder that the Joint Practices Podcast Pick'em Show is brought to you by BetOnline.net, our number one source for pro and college football betting needs. You can find all the latest league developments and matchup information on BetOnline.net. Because BetOnline.net is a continued source for all our sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores, it is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. BetOnline.net is also now offering podcasts, so be sure to check out the website or your mobile device today. BetOnline, where the game starts. And where the Pick'em Show starts is right here. We are in week four. We're going to start with Jacksonville 2-1 at the Eagles 3-0. This is a 1 o'clock game on CBS and should be on TV in the Northeast. Thank you, CBS. Eagles opening at betonline.net is a 6.5 point favorite. They have the over-under set at 48. Last week, the Eagles won 24-8. Jacksonville won 38-10, both coming off wins here. In the last meeting, I don't know if you'll remember this, this was the season after the Super Bowl. It was October 28, 2018. Eagles win 24-18 on a late Zach Ertz touchdown to put the game away. So going into this game, Eagles are ranked 1st in offense, 7th in defense. Jacksonville ranked 6th in offense, 15th in defense. I'm telling you, this is going to be a good football game. Jordan, looks like we're going to start with you this week. All right. So this game... We are seeing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, as much as their season so far has been impressive, I think there is a little bit of a kind of false narrative about this where I, I feel like the teams that they face against are not the same teams that the Eagles have faced against. And what's shown with the Eagles is that they've impressively won against all the teams. I mean, maybe commanders, maybe a little, eh. But anyways, I got Eagles beating the Jacksonville Jaguars, but I don't see them making the spread. I think this is going to be closer than people expect. Uh, so I got the Eagles 24-21. Uh, right, soup. Yeah, I don't believe in the Jaguars at all. Um, I think, yeah, okay, cool. Trevor Lawrence has an ability to throw the ball, but um, I still think that they spent money in the wrong places in the offseason uh, with who they brought in. I think playing against a good team like Philadelphia is going to uh, to bring that to light that, hey, maybe they're not able to contend. Um, I'm going to pick the Eagles to win 30-13. Uh, to 13. Mm. And uh, the Eagles kick two field goals in the second half to actually score some fucking points. Soup is still bitter that Doug Peterson beat the Vikings in the NFC Championship game. I'm telling you. I'm just... I don't... I think Doug is a fine coach. I just don't believe in the roster that they have. I think they brought in some... Everybody shits on the Christian Kirk thing. I know we did for the contract he got. 
But he's lived up to every dollar. I mean, he's he's producing. And Who else do they have you, to throw to? Yeah, exactly. Well, Zay Jones has been playing great, too. Okay. He's putting up I the same numbers he put up in Las Vegas. I'm going to take the Eagles to win. 31-27. to 27. Eagles are going to have to score in the fourth quarter. Here we go. Let's let's see him do a complete game. Eagles 31 to 27 going on to the Vikings 2 and 1 at the Saints 1 and 2 9 a.m. in London on the, the NFL network. Uh currently a two and a half point favorite on betonline.net. Are they from Australia now? What the fuck is going on here? Yeah, Jordan Malata is commenting this game. You didn't hear? <laughs> I can't believe he's as good as he is without ever touching a football in his life. Unbelievable. 44 points is the over-under. Going back to last week, the Vikings come back win 28-24. Saints somehow lose 22-14 to the Panthers. The last time these two teams met was Christmas Eve 2020. Saints 52, Vikings 33. We mentioned it on the uh, previous episode. This game's being played at the... Tottenham Hotspur Stadium with the Vikings coming in with the 18th ranked offense somehow, 21st ranked defense. Saints somehow ranked 8th in offense, 16th in defense per the NFL's website, so don't judge me. That's just what I'm reading. We're going to start with me because I got some things to say. Minnesota absolutely trouncing this team. Score doesn't make it look as good as it's going to be, but Vikings are going to do an Eagles and just ride the clock and win 24 to 10. Solid. Uh, for this one, I am going to go with you as well, Sean, and I'm going to say Vikings are definitely going to dominate this game against Saints team who has James Winston still obviously injured, can't throw the ball down the fields, and it's with maybe a possibility of the Red Rocket. Maybe taken over? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, it's a but... red rifle, not the red rocket. <laughs> Trust me, red rocket. Andy too. Dog Wiener. <laughs> on the red rocket all the time. Yeah, yeah. Redheaded prick. Uh, for amount of completions, he is a red rocket. Um, but yeah, uh, I get Vikings definitely dominate this game. Uh, I'm gonna go 28 to 13. Uh, I haven't picked against the Vikings yet this year, and that's going to continue. But uh, I just think games in London, this is going to be ugly. Both of these teams have struggled pretty mightily to start the year. But I am taking the Vikings to be victorious, 16-9. to nine. Victorious. Old... Uh, Robert Rude. Is that, uh, is that what they changed his name to? Uh, I guess. Robert. Can't be Bobby because of the name rights or something. I don't know. 16 to 9. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just really uh, get those English people excited about American football. And Jordan, you said 2813? Yep, 28. 13. All right, Jordan, we're going to move on to the Patriots then. Coming into this game at 1 and 2, going to Lambeau to face the 2 and 1 Packers. This is the 425 game on CBS. Nance and Romo 
betonline.net saying the Packers are a 10.5 point favorite with an over-under of 40.5. Last week, the Patriots lost to the Ravens 37-26. Packers beat the Bucks 14-12. And the last time these two teams met, November 4th, 2018, Patriots with a 31-17 Sugar Man special. And tell me how this is right. The Patriots are coming into this game ranked 10th in offense. What? They're 22nd defense. Yeah, I get that. How are they ranking the offense? Is it just total yards? I or? don't know. I need to Because, I mean, out, the Patriots moved the ball up and down the field on the Ravens. Mac Jones just made some boneheaded throws deep in their own end. So, and then uh, they got the Packers ranked 12th in offense and 9th in defense. So... I'll have to look into it this week, how they're doing these rankings, but that's what they're giving us. We're going to start with you, Steve. What do you say? Uh, Axel Hoyer is going to lose to the Packers. <laughs> um, I'll, we'll go 27 to 14. Um, I know Hoyer is not very good. And I don't expect it's going to be, it's literally going to be the fifth game that he has started or he has played in the Patriots, the fifth. And I think just his third start ever for the Patriots. Ten and a half is a lot. I still think the Packers are a little suspect on offense. I do think they're going to win this game. I think they're going to control the game, the whole game, but I don't see a lot of points. Definitely taking the under. And I don't think they, uh, need to do much i'll i'll say they cover it 17 to 6. jay what tell me all about why the patriots are going to win another week just not this week uh yeah patriots are going to win this game being a 10 and a half uh underdogs uh with axel hoyer at the helm where his Last time playing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one's, I mean, yeah, this one's going to be ugly. I don't even envision that the Patriots are going to be able to compete in any aspect of this game. Because even if the defense plays well, I mean, the offense is just not even going to be capable of moving the ball. They're going to run it. And the Packers defense is they're They're good all around. Run defense, pass defense, they get it all. So, yeah, Patriots are going to lose this game way more than the 10.5 spread. I got it. Uh, Packers, 42 to Patriots, 17. Wow. Yeah, go ahead and uh, if you can get the bet on the over on Rashawn Gary Sachs this week, <laughs> take it. A little prop that action for you. All right, time to move to the games of the week. Hopefully we get some variety up in these games of the week because we all took the Eagles, we all took the Vikings, we all took the Packers. <laughs> it's too bad we don't do the old game system where we got points for who was got the best closest score and stuff. All right, so we'll start with my game of the week because I'm taking the 2-1 Bills at the 2-1 Ravens. It's a 1 o'clock game on CBS. BetOnline.net says the Bills are a three-point favorite on the road over under 52. Last week, obviously, the Bills lost. The Heartbreaker 21-19. The Ravens won 37-26. You can all remember the last time these two teams faced. It was just last year in the playoffs. The Bills, 17-3 victory. 
over the Ravens. So, Jordan, why don't we start with you? Okay. Uh, this one, Ravens, after watching them last game, gets the Pats. I mean, Lamar did a really good job of extended plays and, and making a lot of stuff happen with his legs. But against the Bills, I mean, they're it's going to be a lot harder, especially, too, when the Bills have an offense that they do where – at some point, the Ravens might be playing behind. And that at that point, I don't think the Ravens have the capability of one, slowing down the Bills with their defense and also two, being able to put those points back up. So I have the Bills handily winning this one. Um, I get it 24 to uh, 14. Ooh, all right. Soup sticks. Uh, I'm going to jump on. Bill's bandwagon as well but what Jordan failed to remember is the Ravens defense can't not give up 30 points Uh, so I'm going to go Bill's win 33 to 24 okay I guess I'll be the lone wolf this week because the Bills are still not incredibly healthy they may get a couple guys back this week but they're not getting all 10 of those starters back I just think it's going to be a close game. And uh, watch out for the uh, tablets here at the end of this one because I got the Ravens winning at the end, 28-27. I don't think Stefan Diggs is going to have cramp problems the way he did in Miami in Baltimore. So, No, nope. but he also has to deal fine. with Marcus Peters. So, yeah, Peters is another name for Wiener. So. Yep, it is. Red you Rocket. mine. <laughs> Steve, your game of the week. What do we got? Oh, we got the Kansas City Chiefs at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is the Sunday night game, and my God, have the primetime games been god-awful so far this season. So we're hoping for a better one here. But Bet Online has the Chiefs currently a two-point favorite on the road over under is 45. We know both the Chiefs and the Buccaneers lost last week. And we also remember the last meeting of these teams where Tom Brady got his seventh Super Bowl ring. That was Super Bowl 55 where the Buccaneers made the Chiefs look absolutely mortal uh, and defeated them 31 to 19. Sean, they did not score a touchdown. Yeah, I know. Like the Cowboys in week one. Uh, go ahead, Sean. What do you think? All right. First of all, crazy to think that these both teams are two and one one of these teams is going to lose two games in a row will it mean the end of their season of course not but it is gonna put them in a little bit of a bind but is it really now that i think about it like the chiefs are in the division with the raiders who are zero and three the broncos who can't do anything and the chargers who are a beat up worse than they are the Buccaneers are in a division with the Bum Squad. Shout out to Peter King, by the way, who had the uh, New Orleans Saints winning the NFC. How's that looking? Yep. So, uh, Chiefs get their redemption 23-21. That's what I'm going to say. You're going to give Patrick Mahomes the ball with a minute 30 left. They're going to go get that field goal. Justin Reed, 45. Uh, (laughs) The enemy is going to be like, we're good. We're good. We're good. I I know we're down three. We're down one point. We're good. 
All right, so this one I'm going to go with the Bucks on this one. Change it up a little bit. I think this week, uh, you know, I think Tom Brady is going to bounce back after that Packers game. And it's now getting Mike Evans back. It's definitely going to help. I'm not saying it's going to push him too much ahead, but it's going to help enough to take the win. I also too the Bucks defense is still really good. So I get Bucks uh, winning. We're going to go with 28 to 21. Well, that's fun because we all had 21 uh, in our scores. Only for me, 21 is going to be the winning score. I got the Chiefs winning 21 to 20. Real, real tight game. And an ugly game because that's just the way that the uh, primetime games go. Speaking of primetime games, Jordan's game of the week is... Yes, sir. Primetime. Tell you what, once things hit the prime, it gets better. And we're talking about junk of games as far as Jesus the... paying you or what? <laughs> yes, sir. I'm getting my... Uh... <laughs> But yep, this primetime game, Dolphins gets the Bengals at the Bengals. And which record is more surprising? Dolphins 3 0 or Bengals 1 2? Well, these two teams matching up against each other. Uh, They get Bengals as uh, favorites by four. And last week, Cincinnati got their first win. 27 to 12 Dolphins win 21 19 last week as well against the Buffalo Bills because nobody circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills and last meeting that these guys had was December 6 2020 where the Dolphins got the dub 19 to 7 what a shootout (laughs) and over under for this game is 47 so First one to give a good old knock and swing out of this one. Steve, what you got? Uh, I'm actually going to take the Bengals. I think the Bengals are going to uh, go ahead and win this game. 25-18. At first, like on my paper, every week, I write down my studs and duds, and I write down my winners and the scores, and I stick to them. started writing this, and I wrote B-E-N-G. And then I scribbled it out. And then I wrote Dolphins and a score. Okay. I'm going to take the Dolphins to win. And now I am highly concerned because if Tua doesn't play, who's the backup? Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Two Gloves, baby. Has Teddy got the arm to throw to Tyreek and Jalen Waddle? I don't, I don't know. His back's not. I hurt, made the so pick, maybe... so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. So I'm taking the Dolphins 28 to 20, but I'm highly worried about that pick now. If Tua doesn't play, if Tua does play, I think they can do enough. All right. Well, I'm gonna finish it out, and I'm gonna tell you that this is going to be the Bengals party Thursday night primetime, baby, all white unis. Oh, I'm so excited for him. All white. Siegfried and Roy would be proud. I'm telling you, this stadium is going to be rocking. And with 
everything going on for them is much trouble. This is where they put all the pieces together that they've had from last year, all the woes, all that stuff. I get the Bengals coming out here and showing why they were the top dogs last year. 35 to 21. As long as Jalen Waddle has all three of those touchdowns, we'll be all set. <laughs> Fantasy boards. Hey, uh, boy show. You pointed out those white Bengal Tiger jerseys. Those are so incredibly awesome. I don't know, Steve, if you saw. I don't know if the Vikings are doing anything special in London, but the Saints are wearing those ugly-ass black Florida Lee helmets in London. Oh, the ones with the big stripe and all the yeah. Florida Lees on them? Like they're Not like the Ohio State fucking stickers helmets? Chris Olave will be right at home. Yeah, Jesus. I, I, I don't the know. Eagles I bring up the all-blacks against Dougie, though. That'd be cool. I don't I don't think I even saw like the official Vikings Twitter ever release anything about an alternate helmet this year. But the mock-ups that I've seen of like the the black helmet with the purple outlined horn. I mean, how could you do anything different than that? Nobody circles the wagons, baby. They're probably going to go with like an all white helmet just cuz they're a bunch of assholes. All white <laughs> helmet with the fucking banana suit uniform they're gonna like, come out in all yellow yeah that's just great yeah. the purple belt yeah. even the say would you like yellow. a frozen banana <laughs> <laughs> ah man six games on the books the scores are in nothing can be changed at this point steve has a slim one game lead over me jordan in the whole two games it's all gonna come down to the only way Jordan can gain a gain on Steve is if the Bucks win. Gain a gain? Gain a gain. You guys have the same picks yeah, all the way through. Say, we, you and I have two different picks, so. Should be interesting. Should be interesting. Goop. One of us will win one of those games. The other one will win the other, and then we'll lose all the same picks. Yep. Patriots will stun the Packers, the Saints will stun the Vikings, and the Eagles will beat the Jacks. <clears throat> With that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to the Week 4 Pick'em Show. For Steve and Jordan, I'm Sean. Fly goes fly, skull Vikings. There's a frog on a log on a hog on a bone with the sea. Uh, well, I saw a picture of Jason Nyby dancing at a wedding this weekend, so well, that was a highlight. Happened. Well, uh, for me to teach kids about democracy, I let them vote on dinner. They pick tacos. Then I made pizza because they don't live in a swing state. Go Patriots.